0: Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. New Year's Eve, right around the corner. Titans Colts, right around the corner. If you're out drinking, do not get behind the wheel. Don't be that dummy on New Year's Eve that gets hit with a Dewey because you are too cheap to pay the Uber surcharge. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't risk it. But if you do find yourself in an unfortunate situation and need legal representation, uh, don't say guilty. Say Garza. Marcos Garza and his team are the best DUI, criminal defense, and personal injury lawyer in East Tennessee. He will do what he can to get you the best result possible. Protect your future. Make smart decisions. And remember, don't say guilty. Say Garza. Happy holidays to everyone. Uh, This episode uh, we have uh, you on the Titans at the beginning. Titans, Colts. Seth's going to the game with me. Then we get into some patron questions, some recruiting questions, some uh, some basketball questions, and then we talk about the spirit of Christmas. Let's get to the episode.
1: I mean, this is the last stand. <laughs>
0: The controversial,
1: he's the dumbass,
0: he can't do math, he's an idiot, he gets his hair cut at Walmart, look at that shitty haircut, the realest podcast in the southeast, let the dogs loose, <laughs> let the goons be goons, 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11 in a row, Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row, i did 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass, ranch gang, stand up, The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast
1: with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all.
0: Back in the booth, back on the airwaves, another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you. Uh, The day after Christmas, Boxing Day. John Reed, Seth Hughes joins us down in Alabama. Seth? uh merry late christmas my friend to you as
1: well my brother it's good to hear your voice again
0: it's been a while i hope it you enjoyed been. your trip out of the country
1: i did i did i'm glad to be back though i'm glad to be back here with you
0: yeah i'm looking forward you and i are going to the titans game together on sunday
1: yes i can't wait
0: you are one and oh this season
1: i'm one and oh this year
0: i'm one and oh this year in attendance
1: I will admit, though, I'm a little worried because I don't think Mariota's going to play, right?
0: I think he's going to play. You do? I mean, I think he's got to try, right?
1: Yeah, he has to try.
0: I mean, I feel like he has to go out there and play. Like, if he if he gives it a go and can't play and he has to pull, like, a Willis Reed – because, you know, Willis Reed pretty much only played, like, three minutes of that game. Mm-hmm. He limped out there, got a couple early buckets – and uh then he was out. But he he inspired the team. So I, I feel like I, I feel like Mariota has to do that. I feel like he has to at least try.
1: Like if he doesn't go out there and try, I mean, rightly or wrongly, people are gonna be upset. You know, I mean, they're going to – I mean, the guy can't stay healthy. It is what it is. He's got to – but he's got to give it a go, right? I mean, he has to.
0: I feel like he has to try. I feel like he has to go out there and – and I was wrong about Willis Reed. He, He only scored four points, but he did play 27 minutes in that game. He just scored, like, the first two buckets and then didn't do anything the rest of the game. So it wasn't like he checked out, but he didn't do much the rest of the game. So he was out there. Which is, you know, the Titans have won a couple games that way uh, with the quarterback just being out there. They won the game in Jacksonville earlier this year when Mariota was pretty ineffective, but he was just out there doing just enough to keep the defense motivated to help them, you know, pitch a basically a shutout.
1: Yeah. I, I like. I and mean, We don't even have to talk about the fact that Andrew Luck's never lost to the Colts.
0: Lost to the, the Titans. Tit- I know what you mean. Lost the
1: Titans. The Mariota's at best, banged up. God. I mean, it's setting up for another Music City miracle. It's setting up to shock the world again. And I'm looking forward to being in that stadium with you.
0: I feel like I was the only person... The night of Monday Night Football and the Texans were beating our ass. And we were get, we were staring five and six in the face. I feel like I was the only one like, hey, guys, look at the schedule. It's pretty easy. We can still win, win the rest of our games, run the table, beat the Jets, beat Eli Manning's old ass, beat the Jaguars and Cody Kessler, beat the Redskins and Mark Sanchez. And then have a winner-take-all game against the Colts. My eye was on the prize, and now the Titans have the longest win streak in the NFL. Yeah,
1: you you haven't you haven't bailed on the ship once.
0: I just thought I thought mean, there, the, I thought the rest. Ugly losses. I thought the rest. I just thought I always thought the last five games were very, very winnable. I thought I thought the moment we stole that game from the Patriots that we would be looking at a situation where if we won in week 17, we would get in the playoffs.
1: And here it is. Shout out to the New Orleans Saints for handling business.
0: Shout out to the Saints. Because Uh, the
1: Chargers sure didn't.
0: The Chargers did not, which I was upset on – actually, I didn't really care about it on Saturday night. I just kept thinking that, yeah, it'll be fine the – the, the Steelers will lose in New Orleans. So I was, mad. I was a little bit mad, but I was like, you know what? With the way the Titans looked for most of that game against the Redskins, we'll call it even. Like, we'll, we'll come out of this just ha- happy that the Titans won and got their ninth win. Yeah. But when the, when the Steelers went up 28-24 to and had the ball, at that point I started getting a little worried, and I told Corey Gunkel he had about, you know, five minutes left of game time to still be my friend.
1: See, I was traveling. I didn't get to see anything of it, um, so I don't know exactly how it went down. I just know from your text and such that it was it was a tight one.
0: It was stupid, of course. Mariota got hurt in the first half. Are you talking about the Steelers game?
1: The the Steelers game.
0: I got gotcha. you. It was a stupid game. It was stupid. The Saints were playing like they didn't necessarily have to win that game because they just needed to win one of the last two to get home-field advantage. And the Steelers, obviously, were playing for their playoff lives. So they were definitely the more motivated team. There were a couple but, moments that the refs uh, really helped, helped the Saints out.
1: The Saints have home-field advantage through the playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: So. They locked up the one seed. If the Chiefs beat the Raiders – in Kansas City on on a Sunday, the Chiefs will have the one seat. Okay.
1: How how has the Broncos coach not gotten fired yet?
0: He probably will. Usually, usually NFL coaches don't get fired until uh, Black Monday. Okay. The Monday after the season's over. Usually, that's when people get fired. Except except uh, Mike McCarthy, who was. A Super Bowl winning coach. They got him out. <laughs> Made him like the first coach in like 40 years to get fired in the middle of the season. But also had a Super Bowl ring.
1: Yeah, they got him out of there. It was overdue, but at the same time it was like kind of... um.
0: It was overdue, but at the same time it was late. Because the season was over. They waited until yeah. they lost to Arizona. Yeah. In at home. At that point, you just ride it out.
1: Yeah. like What does it matter? Yeah, at
0: that point, it was over. Just ride it out or make the move three weeks earlier.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited. I
0: mean. Vance Joseph is going to get fired, though.
1: The Steelers, man, they just – talk about going from on top of the world to just out of the picture in a span of a week.
0: It has been – not even a span of a a week. It's been a really luff – it has been a really rough – Month and a half for them. They have won only one game in the last one, two, three, four, five. They are one and four in their last five games. They Mm. beat down the Panthers on that Thursday night game. They killed them, ruined the Panther season. (laughs) Yeah. Then they got down 16 to nothing against the Jaguars, but came back and won. And then they lost in Denver, blew a big lead to the Chargers, lost to the Raiders, beat the Patriots, and then lost to the Saints. It has not been a good last five weeks for them. Their dumbasses are probably going to find a way in, though. If they win and, and, and Baltimore loses to Cleveland, they get in.
1: Okay, so that's how they get in. So it doesn't just have to end in a tie for the Titans and the Colts.
0: Yeah, no, they still get in if they win and the Ravens lose.
1: So, do you think the Ravens will lose?
0: I think they can. I mean, The Browns sure, are pretty good. Browns have been balling.
1: I mean, at some point the Ravens have to come down, right? I mean.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Last year they had – last year if they won in week 17, they got in the playoffs and they choked at home to the Bengals.
1: To the Bengals. Who was it that scored that touchdown at the end of the game? I believe it the was Bengals. Tyler
0: Boyd, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it was Tyler Boyd. I was sitting in a restaurant and – it was just on the TV, and we just stopped what we were doing, and like everybody's jaw just dropped. We were yeah. like, "Did that just happen?" Like,
0: that's how the Bills got back in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I had forgotten about that until now, and how just wild that was.
0: So that yeah, they definitely can lose. They lost to a you know a bad Bengals team last year. This Browns team's definitely playing better than the Bengals were last year. So yeah, yeah, they they, they definitely can lose. Although the way the Ravens defense has been playing. I'd be surprised if they lost. Yeah. I think they're going to win. I'm not really worried about that, even though if the Titans win and the Ravens lose, the Titans get to be a – well, actually, no, it doesn't matter. The the Titans can still win the division. They can still win the division and be a two seed, a three seed, or a four seed. Okay. Or they could just beat the Colts and be a six seed. Okay. So, like, I have no idea who we're going to play in the playoffs – I have started thinking about it but at the same time like let's just let's just try to beat the Colts. And I don't I don't know how many how, how confident Titans fans are because when I asked for questions for the pod, a lot of it was built around who do the Titans get to replace Mariota. Mhm.
1: Yeah. My question would be at what point do the Titans go and and sign a legitimate backup quarterback?
0: Well, hell, that's the thing is Blaine Gabbert might be a top five backup quarterback. All the backup quarterbacks suck. Yeah. I mean, the Jaguars have Cody Kessler. He sucks.
1: He's terrible. He's pitiful.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he's awful. Yeah. I mean, uh, the best backups in the league are probably, well, it was either Lamar or Flacco. Old-ass Josh McCown in, like, New York. Uh, I don't even know who else. I guess Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett in, in in Indianapolis is okay. I don't know if Chase Daniels is any good. I mean, I know yeah. he beat the dumbass Lions, but he looked yeah. all, you know he he lost that game against the Giants for him. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, Gabbert sucks, but he played okay against the Redskins. Yeah, he's better than Matt Castle. Yeah, I used to want to kill myself when Matt Castle came in the game. I mean,
1: it, it, it's hard to find a good backup quarterback. There's not that good. There's not that many good quarterbacks. Period. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the deal is, but, like, there's just not that many good quarterbacks.
0: If Mariota doesn't play and they lose and they can't score, I think it's going to be really tough for Marcus to uh, come back from that. Yeah. I'm not saying they move on from him this offseason, but I'm saying, like, I think it'd be tough to win a big portion of the fan base back. Yeah. He's been playing pretty good recently. You know, just last week in uh, New York against the Giants, I mean, he laid that linebacker out on that block and everyone went crazy.
1: hmm. I really hope he can play. He seems like an awesome guy.
0: Yeah, I know he does. And I think that's I mean, I think the best case for the Titans, fans and organization and team is that Mariota plays and they win. And like you don't have to answer questions about him all off season because he is what you want a franchise quarterback to be from like a PR standpoint. And, like, face of the franchise standpoint. Yeah. He's just an awesome dude. You don't ever have to worry about him having a scandal.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's just a great guy. He's a great face of the franchise. Sure. He's exactly what you want the face of the franchise to be.
0: Buddy, I just want you to know if uh, I'm going to be a nervous wreck on Sunday. Now, what time are you coming to Nashville?
1: It's up to you. I'm I'm on your schedule, buddy. Okay. I told you I can stay the night if you want to.
0: I we don't. Do whatever. I don't think I can stay the night. I mean, I, it's not out of the picture yet, uh, but you know, my my dog is sick, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I want to leave him overnight somewhere, or like have somebody watch him. Because I, I was telling you, I thought I was going to have to put him down on Christmas. Yeah, was,
1: I'm just I'm just happy Frank's alive. It
0: was a rough Christmas, rough Christmas for me. I it was pretty rough. I didn't do it. I I, could,
1: I told my whole family and everything.
0: I couldn't do anything on Christmas Eve. I just sat alone in the apartment by myself on Christmas Eve. It was a a very sad day, but I did not want to leave my my little guy. My my Christmas Eve resulted in me waking up, taking my dog out to use the bathroom, and him just screaming. I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. He's just screaming, yelping uh, nonstop, and just refused to walk. Mm. And he's a miniature wiener dog. So, like, they always have back problems and, you know, they, they can just go at, at any moment. And he had been acting weird for the last four or five days. So, you know, he got there and it was so awkward because there was this homeless guy come up to me. I assume he was homeless. Maybe I shouldn't, but he, there's a lot of homeless people downtown. I, I, I think this guy was homeless. And he walked up to me and said, oh, yeah, man, your guys, uh, guy's not wanting to be outside. It's too cold. I'm like no, no. There's something else wrong with him. He's like yo. I used to train dogs, man. When they start barking like this, they're just really cold. And I'm like, and I'm just like no. I don't think that's it. And I'm just like please get get the fuck away from me. Because I'm like freaking out. Because like I said, my dog won't move. And he's just crying and yelling. And this guy's like yeah, man. He's just cold. You got to get him inside. And I'm like please don't touch him. Just just please keep going. And then there's this, like, guy, and there's this husband and wife up there looking at me like I'm beating my dog because he's screaming. They're, like, peeking around looking. Uh, so Frank, like, tiptoes up there, and, and, and she's like, I'm just like, hey, hey, can you please watch him for a second while I go get my car? Because, like, I, I couldn't, he couldn't get back to the car. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch him. She's like, I used to be a vet. I used to be, be a vet tech. She's like, let me look at him. she's like, oh, yeah, I think his back's hard. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I think I, think I know that. I think I have figured it out. <laughs> That he is in pain. Uh, I think I realized that. And I'm just freaking out. And she keeps trying to mess with him as I'm driving. And he's just like whimpering even more. And I'm a wreck. And then he gets in the car and he just won't quit whining, like screaming. And I'm not too proud to tell you I was, I was shedding tears. I had Buddy. tears running down my face. I thought I was going to have to drive my dog. Because I had the vet appointment already scheduled. My, my, my girlfriend had scheduled it that morning because she knew he was in pain. Thank God this place was open on Christmas Eve. Yeah, seriously. So I'm driving, and it's like a 10-mile drive, or a 15-mile drive, probably, or 15-minute drive, and I'm trying to get on the interstate, and I just got tears just, like, covering my face. I can't see, because he's, like, screaming, and I'm just like, man, I'm about to just have to go kill this dog. It was awful.
1: Oh, it's it's brutal. I mean, it, there it's there's just about nothing worse. When I got to the vet, my dad and youngest sister were already there waiting on me, and I got in there and sat down and Dixie just put her head like on my knee and my hands and dad and Allie were crying. I was crying. I mean, we were all just bawling. And then the deed got done and we took her home. And Amanda had to bury her in the backyard. And, I mean, it was just – there's just – it ain't much worse.
0: Yeah, so like – well, when – was your dog old? Like, did did you know that it was coming?
1: She had been acting weird for about a week. Okay. And so we took her to the vet after it got long enough that like something wasn't right, and she had she had some a bad tumor, and they were like, you got to put her down. Um,
0: okay.
1: So it was kind of the same thing. She was acting weird. She was. um
0: so yeah, it was eleven. Kind, to kind eleven. Of, kind of just came out of nowhere and was unexpected. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Frank's nine, but anyways, yeah. So like, they run the test and whatever. They say such and such is wrong. There's like he probably either like he's got a good chance of recovering. I've had him, poor guy was sedated and was just out of it. But yeah, so like, basically, long story short, Christmas Eve I just sat there, um, just all night by myself, trying to take care of that dog. And then Christmas Day I went down and visited family for like four or five hours, but then came back and just took care of the dog. So uh, he, he's a little bit better today, but I just don't know. How he's going to be later on in the week and like if I can stay the night in Nashville that was a long story, a long detour sad about me crying, thinking I was going to kill my dog on Christmas, but I mean
1: it was it was like i was I was legitimately worried when you texted me Christmas Eve,
0: yeah yeah, it was bad news honestly if if I hadn't already bought the tickets to the Titans game, I don't know if I would have been going, but we already bought them and I got hit with a little bit of a, you know, above face value premium charge. But it's going to be worth it. We're going to go, and we're going to watch Blaine Gabbert battle Andrew Luck. We're going to win. We're going to watch Blaine Gabbert battle Andrew Luck. What more could you want? If that doesn't scream big-time football, I don't know what does. And I just want you to know. I haven't forgotten about your stick the last four or five years. Well, see,
1: that's why I kept like I've brought it up several times. You know, hey, I'd like to go with you, and because I, I knew I was like, there's no way he'll ever go with me. But I've toned down the trolling a lot.
0: You have become I, you have become a better person on the internet.
1: Yes, that's on und- that's that's not even arguable that I have become a much better person on the internet. I mean, like I was happy they beat the Chiefs last year, like. I'm excited to go with you. And then we were like, yeah, yeah, we can go. I was like, yes. Let's go.
0: So, I I just want you to know, I haven't forgotten the shtick. And if this game starts going poorly on Sunday, and I look at you, and you have that stupid fucking (laughs) grin on your face, I'm going to be so mad.
1: But, John, I would never do anything in person to you because, like, I would never try to, like – The internet, like, when I would do that on the internet, it was just a joke. Like, I love you. I would never try to upset you in person.
0: I want you to know that if we we fall down and just get the shit kicked out of us, I look at you and you got that stupid grin on your face. The question... Looking at me with your lazy eye, I'm going to be so mad.
1: The question is not...
0: I can already see you grinning right now. I can't even see you, but you already had the grin on your face. I have, well, I have. The only have, thing I'm thinking about right now, the only
1: thing I'm thinking about right now, is whose vehicle we're taking to Houston the following week.
0: I've. I, I'm banking on the, the Texans losing to the Jaguars, and the Texans heading to Nashville the following week. Ooh. We can still win the division.
1: Well, I guess I'll see you in Nashville back-to-back weekends. Yeah. I mean, if we win this weekend.
0: We listen to you. We.
1: If we win, I was wondering Wee. if you're going to catch that.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> we.
1: If we win this weekend, then we have to go the next weekend together if it's at home.
0: Yeah, for sure. I for mean, sure. like
1: that's just that's just how it is. For sure, That's just how it is. But yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I wish Mariota was playing, but I mean, it's not like the Colts are some juggernaut.
0: No. They're not, but they are our Florida Gators. I feel like I give, – give me some type of either biblical or historic reference of, of someone inviting their enemy into their home just to be killed.
1: Um, somebody inviting?
0: Yeah, I was thinking like the Red Wedding and Game of Thrones, but I think that the Starks were guests there. But I need to brush up on my Game of Thrones. Because I feel like well, I'm, I'm inviting you to the game with me just for you to twist the knife when we lose.
1: I'm, I'm setting my
0: I'm setting myself up for a lot of anger.
1: But we're gonna win, and I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that in person. I, I care too much about you.
0: Have me and you ever been to a game besides the Auburn game when we first met?
1: No, we set together for that one Missouri game.
0: Yeah, we set together for a coast. little bit. Yeah, for when you, a little had, bit. you had
1: socks on your hands. When
0: I had socks on my hands. Okay, so we're Owen one.:
1: I really is it going to be cold?
0: I haven't even checked the weather. I don't think it is. I, I think my guy V. Love, uh, Vincent has been trying to recruit people, and he was arguing with somebody which he has been doing a lot of on the internet. Uh, he's putting on for the Titans, but he I think he, I saw him say to someone is going to be 50 degrees.:
1: Oh, excellent. Excellent. That's perfect weather.
0: Now, I don't know if it's going to be 50 degrees when the, you know when the sun goes down at I'm night. Looking right now, buddy. I'm looking right cuz it is a night game. It says the low is going to be 44 degrees. Ooh. But maybe so, but maybe some rain. According to weather.com.
1: 50% chance of rain. Guess I better bring my rain jacket.
0: Better bring a rain jacket. I just want you to know this is like right on. This is this is a shade below 2016 Florida for me, okay?
1: Yeah, know. I mean it, it it's there's a, there's a lot of demons are going to be exercised Sunday night. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Like, like I said, a lot of people asking about the Titans moving on from Mariota. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to. Like I said, I feel like he is the epitome of what you want as a franchise quarterback, like PR-wise. Obviously, he leaves, he leaves a little bit to be desired on the field, although I do think he is pretty good whenever he has been healthy. I just don't, I think he's got some shitty receivers. Is Corey Davis good? Yeah, Corey Davis is fine. He's good, and he'll just continue to get better. But that's pretty much it. Like Once Delaney Walker got hurt, they've had a really tough time finding a second pass catcher. All right, I think that's all I got on the Colts Titans. You got anything else you want to talk about? Mm-mm, I'm ready for it. I do look forward to seeing you.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm
0: going to try to talk to my guys at Volunteer Vodka and get us all a case of vodka to drink for, at, at the tailgate. <laughs> now let's get to some uh, questions from the patrons. If you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash reedsranch. I'm a little discombobulated. I'll find the, the new patrons and shout them out in a second. Uh, Cody Conrad wants to know: Do we even care who the lame OC hire is going to be? As long as we keep winning in basketball, yes. You do still care about the OC hire?
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm 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 zeroed in on basketball right now. Like I've 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 been doing a deep dive down into UT schedule. I mean, like uh, I mean, you you'd have a tough time convincing me we're going to do worse than fifteen and three in the SEC right now.
0: So you still care about the –
1: But I still care about the Evans coordinator. I mean, yeah. Like,
0: I haven't thought about it in a long time. I, I've,
1: are, I've not been thinking about it.
0: Who are even the candidates right now? Do you I know? have no idea. I, I don't know
1: anything about it. It's not like I've been keeping up with it. But I, I, yeah, like, I still care about
0: it. I feel like I was way ahead of the curve in, ter- uh, in terms of giving up on the OC hire.
1: I mean, you gave up on it so quick. As soon as like the Hugh Freeze thing went like below 50%.
0: It was time to just give up on it.
1: You were like, who cares?
0: I feel like I was really ahead of the curve there. I feel like that was like the end of November. There have been people walking this earth, scouring the internet, looking for OC updates for the last month, and haven't been given shit. Listening to Doug Matthews talk about 95% done.
1: He said that several times.
0: That was like three weeks ago, right? Four weeks ago? Yeah. Luckily for me, I was smart enough to see the writing on the wall and just say, who cares? I feel bad for the people who have been still checking and looking and caring on who we are going to hire.
1: I mean, I could not tell you one thing. I don't know who the names are. I don't know who the candidates are. I don't know who is – I don't have a clue. But, yeah, I do care. It's just hard to care when our basketball team looks like they're going to win the national title.
0: Or compete for a national title. Yeah, man, that's gonna be def- that's gonna be so deflating if they don't get to a a, a elite eight this year.
1: It's gonna suck so bad. It's gonna be like it's gonna there's it's for twofold. Like one, it's gonna suck because yet again we're gonna be sit here saying the same things that that we've been saying about Rick Barnes, and two, the players deserve to go to the final four.
0: I also think it's going to be a big kick in the dick whenever this team loses that, like, Admiral's gone. Yeah. And that the special crew that you have here is, you know, it's never going to be the same.
1: I mean, everybody –
0: Not only Admiral, I mean, Alexander's a big part too, and Alexander keeps getting better. And if Alexander continues to develop some type of jump shot, like he's probably going to be an NBA player or at least get a shot. He's really good
1: on defense. If he, yeah, get he like,
0: if he can get get a little bit more muscle, obviously, like and, and and work on a jump shot, like he has a a chance to be a pro.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had like nineteen and eight Saturday against Wake Forest. I guess. I mean, Bone had like what fifteen points, seventeen points. Yeah. If like I think, had, I think Bone had twenty
0: one. If I'm not mistaken, but okay, it's been a while. Okay, so if Bone and Alexander are
1: scoring 39 points combined, it's over for everybody else. I mean, like, but everybody that that watches Tennessee basketball, that cares about Tennessee athletics, needs to really soak it in and enjoy every single time this basketball team plays together. It Mm -hmm. is the best basketball team I've ever seen at UT. They make it look remarkably easy. They make it look shockingly easy. And there's, we will, we might never get a team like this again in our lives. I mean, it is a perfect storm. It really, we really got lucky with this team.
0: That came from patron Cody Conrad. Shout out to him. Uh, New patron, five dollar patron Heath Rogers. Love you, Heath. Let's, uh, Heath asks, uh, okay, let's give him a question. He signed up. Uh, Heath, shout out to the new patron. Here's his first patron question Do we have enough momentum to close out a top 10 class by signing day? He wants to talk a little bit recruiting.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, what are we ranked on rivals? Like 11th?
0: I'm looking it up right now. Because we, you know, we, you know, you, you got the defensive tackle from Michigan. Mm hmm. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. He's not going to count on your recruiting tally. Do you think that's a big get? Like, how big of a get do you think that guy is?
1: Well, I think it was going to go to Georgia. Yeah. So, I think, like, that's big right there. Like, he was going to go to Georgia. It sounded like he played quite a bit as a true freshman at Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he got hurt last year. Um. If he's good enough to play at Michigan, he's good enough to play at Tennessee. I'll say this. Obviously, yeah,
0: yeah, obviously.
1: It's like he would have been the top-rated junior college defensive lineman in Uh, his class this year. Okay. Or next year, and we got him. So I don't know if he's going to be any good or not. Is it a big get? I say yeah, because at the very least, he's going to be your backup defensive tackle. You don't have to bring in a true freshman to be your backup.
0: Yeah, we need some of those.
1: You you gotta have like you gotta have the four five and six guys that are huge too. I mean this guy's the right size. I don't know if he's gonna be the number one, but he's at least gonna be the backup, and that's in in and of itself that's big.
0: Yeah. I I just know at a certain point like five stars aren't five stars anymore, and they get to college. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah yeah yeah.
0: And everyone was going out of their way to call this guy a five star, and I was just kind of like, is he still a five star? Because I mean we just had a couple of those guys graduate that we kept calling five-stars that didn't play like five-stars. Yeah. But when you put it, he he would have been the number one Juco guy. Okay. Tennessee is currently 12th in recruiting.
1: So you're going to get one more five-star for sure.
0: You're going to get one more five-star. Who
1: knows what else can happen in a month. I mean, these guys can obviously close. I mean, shout-out to Brian Niedermeyer. Moose. Moose! The moose is unbelievable on the recruiting trail.
0: Moose! Absolutely unstoppable. On the recruiting trail. Moose. It gets Just it a done. a monster. Gets it done.
1: Just gets it done. I mean, what else can you say? He gets it done. He's going to get us the number one offensive tackle in the nation. I, so love, I would say, I, yes, I, they could finish top ten because they can probably – you have a, You give these guys a month to recruit because um, they're going to be able to zero in on – the Whoever remaining people, want, yeah. Because they signed so many people. So, yeah, I say they can finish top ten.
0: And they should really try to find a defensive end in this class. Yes. that Maybe that kid from Memphis who's committed to um, Minnesota. He's listed as a tackle, but he's like 260, which I think Kristen he could. Williams. Yeah, I think he could maybe be an end at that size. He didn't sign with Minnesota. He said he's going to visit Tennessee in Yeah, January. and then Oregon offered him a scholarship. And – P.J. Fleck was basically like, yeah, we're about to have some big, heavy recruiting battles for him. So maybe Tennessee will put all their, uh, you know, a lot of eggs in that basket. So, yeah, I think they can, Heath, uh, finish inside the top ten. They're they're number 12 right now. We know they're getting another five-star of Darnell Wright. They're getting – it looks like they're getting a JUCO wide receiver that was committed to Mississippi State. So I, I think they'll finish uh, these next three guys. Because you could take, what, 25 guys? Something like that. Looks like, you know, they, they should be some quality guys that could get them in there. If they don't get 10th, they'll finish like 11th or 12th, which, you know, still still good. Still good. All right. Let me look at some more questions. More Titans, Mariota slander. Brian Farr asks, if my mom not buying rolls really did ruin Christmas dinner, no, she fixed prime rib. It was still good. But, man, how good would it have been to have some rolls soak up that au jus sauce? Amen. You know? I hear you. How good would that have been? Another person asked him about the recruiting class. Uh, just a snapshot of the recruiting class. I thought the first day went pretty poorly. Or not poorly. Uh, I thought it was a small step backwards because it seemed like Florida and Georgia and Alabama were out recruiting you. Uh, but then Tennessee gets Eric Gray and – and gets, goes ahead and can announce the crouch thing. Like He goes ahead and says, hey, we're not waiting. Let's go ahead and announce it now. You get the five-star from Michigan. You still got right in your back pocket. I'll, I'll say so far the recruiting class has been uh, pretty good, right? I mean, you, you're, you're missing out on some blue chippers, or I guess you're, you're losing more ground in terms of blue chippers when you compare yourselves to Georgia and Alabama but you're holding steady right there. You're ahead of Florida right now, which is another one of your – They
1: messed up on the defensive end from from Murfreesboro that signed with South Carolina.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They messed up with him. That, that, that would be the one thing, the one real – the one big mistake out of the class to me is Justin Anderson or Joseph Anderson, whatever his name is. As far as that first Wednesday went, I thought it was not good. Good, not bad. I thought it was just straight down the middle, neutral, solely because Thursday and Friday happened. Yeah. If Thursday and Friday don't happen, or if just Thursday happens, then it would probably have been bad. But you went out and you got Quaveris Crouch over Clemson and Michigan. You got the Aubrey Solomon guy who so you, you, you I do where.
0: You found yourself a little bit of an answer in terms of you know linebacker. Yeah. With Crouch. So that was good. Yeah. I do think, though, like we're going to – you know, the Michigan guy – I keep calling him the Michigan guy. What's his name? It slipped me out. Solomon. 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 Okay. He helps alleviate some of that pressure. I mean, especially if he wins his waiver and can play immediately. But outside of that, like I do think you're going to look around and say, damn, where are all the defensive ends? Because I don't feel like we got any good ones last class either.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's just so many. I've talked about this before with you. Like, there's so many holes that, like, Jeremy Pruitt was screwed if he didn't sign Wanya Morris and Darnell Wright. Like, Jeremy Pruitt was screwed if he didn't sign two of the three top offensive tackles in the nation, neither of whom were in-state players. That's how many holes Tennessee has. Like, it's not fair, but he signed up, he took the job, and he gets the paycheck. Yeah. So it is what it is, and he's got to go fix it.
0: So there's our thoughts on the recruiting class. Um, Uncommon fan asked uh, in 2019 Are we looking at succession or death?
1: <laughs> Move on to the next question. He's a clown. He's a clown.
0: Have you ever watched the show Succession on uh, HBO? I have not, no. Do you like TV? It's okay. That's probably one of my favorite shows of the year. It's pretty good. It's about a rich dad and his company. And he's got have you a- watched
1: that new um, Sandra Bullock thing on I Netflix? W- I
0: wasn't done telling you about that show. But, I'm uh, sorry. No, it's fine. Whatever. Fuck it. You don't care. Um, No, I haven't yet. I was I, I watched some Netflix yesterday and on Christmas Eve. Um, I was looking around at some other stuff. I didn't want to watch that one without while, while my girlfriend was gone because she would have wanted to watch it. So... Hopefully I'll watch in the next couple of days. Have you watched it?
1: I have not, no. I've seen everybody. Sounds the, pretty good though.
0: I've seen everybody on the internet talking about it.
1: Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I've been so busy, you know. I mean, I was jet setting around the the around the world.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure. So, for sure.
1: But I'm I'm back, baby. I clocked in this morning.
0: I didn't work today. I didn't do shit today. I just watched more TV. I watched the Truman show for the first time ever. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. I did. I missed Jim Carrey. It just made me miss Jim Carrey.
1: <laughs> He's crazy, man.
0: Well I know, but I, it made me miss him. Like I used to love. Yeah, speaking Jim
1: of speaking of, Corey Walton asked a good question. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I couldn't get through the video. I couldn't get through the video.
0: You just gave up on it, it was too I, creepy for you? It was too you?
1: awkward. It was too awkward.
0: I've never liked Kevin Spacey. I've always found him creepy. Like, even before this stuff came out, now was funny because Corey Walton had found that thread where, like, he, he had responded to, a, to something about me saying, like, I just never liked Kevin Spacey. Like, I always just found him creepy. And then he jokingly said, wow, because he's gay. and He's gay. He is gay. He is gay. I want to be on record as saying that's, that is not the reason why I didn't like Kevin Spacey, but I did always kind of feel like he was just a creep. He always, gave, he always gave me that creep vibe. Always.
1: Like, who told him this was a good idea? I don't think
0: anybody told him that.
1: Why didn't anybody stop him?
0: Well, I don't know if anybody could have stopped him. I mean, if he's just sitting at home, every now and then you got to get these tweets out. Man, it was so bad. Every oh, now and then you've just got to fire up a video and, and go out and get some likes. Get some retweets. Make yourself feel better. I mean, he hasn't done shit since the... He's been in hiding. Yeah.
1: He's been in hiding. No longer. No longer is he in hiding.
0: I've never watched House of Cards. But I get the gist of what he was going for, you know, with his character. Yeah. And obviously trying to relate it to his real life issues.
1: Yeah, it was something, man. Just woo. Mm. I don't. It was know. really bad. It
0: was really bad. Like, is is he supposed to just be done though? I think so. Yeah. No, I mean, like, are you just supposed to be like out of the picture once that happens? I don't know. I mean, I, like, are you I, allowed to go back to work? Should he be in prison? Like, well, what well, is he? I don't su- think he's
1: allowed to go back to work. He hadn't been working.
0: Well, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, well, I mean, like, what is he supposed to do? I guess just like I don't know. I just mean, stay out the moment- of the just stay out of the limelight and just say fuck it. I guess. Yeah, I would,
1: just that's give what up. I would do. Hope I don't go to prison.
0: Well, I guess he, he they announced he's facing new charges, right, for something else. Yeah. What, yeah. what what was that?
1: I don't know. I just saw I got indicted for a felony.
0: For like assault or something, right? Of like an uh, eight, yeah. of an eighteen year old.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Was it sexual? Do we know? Yeah, I thought so. Oh, okay.
1: Or I just assume so. I mean.
0: Yeah, I doubt Kevin Spacey's in there trying to fight 18 year olds. Yeah. He's definitely trying I'm, to have sex with them.
1: He, he's like going to play fight with them, going to play wrestle. Jesus. <laughs> going to put them on that mat. Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs>
0: Show you how to break into Hollywood. Hollywood is just a cesspool.
1: It is. It needs to be blown up. <laughs> like, we we all, like,
0: uh, I feel like we all got the answers. Like, I feel like the, the, there was a real jumping off point to this that no one even talks about anymore. And it's like when the guys were suing John Travolta, like, four four years or so ago. Yeah. And, like, it was basically like John Travolta told me I had to suck dick to get into Hollywood. And say that he had to do it, and that's how like everyone's had to do it. I feel like I feel like that lawsuit should have expedited this whole thing a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. That should have been the jumping off point. Yet here we are, still just like you know things trickle out a couple years later. Yeah, like
1: Brian Singer, the X Men guy that like would have those parties with just like sixteen year old boys and such. I mean, is uh, John Travolta like that? Um, that Scientology doc on HBO. Um, going Clear, I guess it was. Yeah. Where it talked about, like, the reason he won't come out against Scientology because, like, they just have, like, a room full of books where he's gone in for those little sessions, and they just have tons and tons. They have all his... everything he's ever done, and so he can't come out against the Church of Scientology.
0: Well, that's good. So, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, so- Hollywood is accessible. I mean, it's really bad. God.
0: Kevin Spacey. I mean... Kevin Spacey, man. I guess like that... I I don't know. I guess that's what my question was, though. It's just like, is he supposed to just not ever do anything anymore?
1: You know, on one hand, you're like, yeah, for sure he can't do anything. But on the other hand, it's like Roman Polanski still does stuff. And he raped that... Had sex with that 14-year-old. I mean...
0: I mean, like, I always always wondered that, too. Like, obviously, Louis C.K. didn't have the same issues. Like, he wasn't fucking little boys. But he had his scandal, and he's like, yeah, I just came back and started doing stand-up. And, like, everyone was kind of felt a little uneasy about it. But, like, was he supposed to just not work the rest of his life?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, so the difference is, I guess, I mean, I don't know. Louis C.K., I mean, then there's that video of him this week.
0: Oh, yeah dropping the N-bomb and Chris Rock just laughing about it. That was so awkward. That was like, so cringy. The, the, Jerry Seinfeld is the only person there with any sense.
1: Like, the, the weird thing about like, I saw it because people were talking about Chris Rock. And I watched the video, and everybody, like, I saw a lot of people giving Chris Rock a hard time, and I'm like, well, whatever. To me, like, I didn't understand how Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais weren't just getting raked over the coals worse than any of them.
0: Yeah, Ricky Gervais is the one that just kind of seemed to seem to be the worst, as far as I was concerned.
1: I don't know. Louis C.K. was just so flippant about it. Like, I was just like, "What is going on?" Like, and I don't know. It was. It was. It was very weird. No, I mean, wasn't the whole thing just weird?
0: Yeah. No, I mean, it was.
1: But, anyway, yeah, I mean, Louis C.K., he's he's back out and doing things. and But Harvey Weinstein's not.
0: Interesting. Okay. So it just
1: depends, I guess.
0: All right. Well, let's get to one or two more questions. Uh, John Ard says, predict the next loss for the Vols hoops team. Where do you see the next loss coming?
1: It's real tough. Like, there doesn't appear to be one. I would say at Florida, maybe.
0: Yeah, that that one's the one that makes the most sense, right? Yeah, shouldn't lose to Texas Tech or Tennessee Tech, excuse me. Shouldn't lose to Georgia. I hope they don't lose at Missouri. And then on that Saturday they play at Florida. If they can get through Florida, though, if yeah. they can get through Florida, man. I don't they'll, know when their next loss will be. They'll
1: probably be eleven and zero in conference if they get through Florida. Yeah, and then, like, the last seven games really ratchet up.
0: They don't have to go to Mississippi State. It's, you know, February 16th before they go to Kentucky. Is that where is that where the 11th game is? I think so. Or 12th game? I think so. If Florida doesn't get them, man, like, I don't know who will because Vanderbilt's not very good. At South Carolina's not very tough. I don't know what A&M is this year. Are they any, are they worth the damn? I think they're awful. Okay. That's what I thought, too. And then home games against Missouri, Florida, South Carolina – Yeah, um...
1: I mean, you don't want to count your... You don't want to count your, you know, chickens before they hatch, but, like...
0: That's a good saying. I've never... Did you come up with that?
1: No. Are you being sarcastic?
0: No. (laughs) You don't want to do... Count your chickens before they hatch. That's a good one. Yeah. Because sometimes the chickens die before they hatch. Yeah. Huh. I like that.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: That's a good saying.
1: But... I'm sorry if you could hear me scratching my leg. My skin is very dry from the tropical climate I was at for a week
0: <laughs>
1: when I was jet setting around the world.
0: Oh, and you're hopping around the globe.
1: Yeah, I mean, today was my first day at work in like 12 days. It was real tough to get up this morning. Yeah, but somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. And
0: here you are pulling double duty on the podcast. I'm
1: pulling double duty like it's no big deal. Somebody's got to do it.
0: You can't. I don't throw this around uh, just all willy nilly. But thank you for your service.
1: Thank you, John. I do it for you. I do it so we can so we can go do what we're going to do Saturday, Sunday night. We can watch our boys win. Tighten
0: up. Tighten up. Tighten up.
1: I'm ready. I got my scarf. My scarf has been laundered that I got at Thursday night football. I plan on wearing it again.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I'm looking forward to it.
0: So to predict the next loss, um, I'll just go at Florida. If not at Florida, I'll go at Kentucky. And,
1: like, I don't really think we're going to lose at Florida. I just think at some point they're going to have to lose a game.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so a road game against a decent team. I think Florida's decent.
0: All right, two Um, questions left. Let's get through this one quick. Uh, Roberto asked Does the end of Paul Johnson's coaching career and the service academy's going more shotgun signal the the demise of the triple option?
1: No, it'll come back in style eventually.
0: The triple option will never die. The triple option will never die. All right, last one. This one comes anonymously.
1: Okay.
0: It says, Can we get rid of Christmas? I'm glad Jesus has a birthday, but I'm tired of being fake with the family that don't deserve a GD thing. They're POS. Call it Jesus Day. That doesn't involve being fake to one another. Need your thoughts.
1: God only gave you one family. You should treat them well. They're... Shortcomings aside, it's one day out of 365. Be decent to them.
0: But what about the gifts?
1: Uh, propose no gifts be given.
0: Well, that's what he's. I think that's what he's doing with calling it Jesus Day, which well, is I mean, basically Christ's like,
1: Christ Mass is not really a signification of. See, Christ's Mass is not signifying gifts either. I mean. If he's if he's advocating taking the materialism out of Christmas, then by all means, just be decent to the people that are related to you by blood.
0: I do wonder. I do wonder if he's talking like immediate immediate family, distant family, in laws. Yeah. On Christmas, do you hang out with you know? Um, I'm just immediate. I'm just immediate family these days.
1: On Christmas Day. Yeah. Immediate family. On Christmas Eve, extended family.
0: See, we haven't even done an extended family thing yet. We usually do it the Saturday before Christmas or two Saturdays before Christmas, but we haven't done anything. So it's just been immediate family for me.
1: Like Christmas Eve, we do something with our church, and then we do something with extended family. And then Christmas Day is immediate family only.
0: But my step my step family like used to, like on Christmas, they would have... Their cousins or, you know, just a whole bunch of people that I didn't necessarily like or care for. I did hate having to be around them on Christmas. I, I, did, I do feel where he's coming from on that one. And as far as the gifts, I feel like I got a little, hood, a little hoodwinked on the gifts this year. I, my, you know, I have a nephew, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he loves wrestling. So I was going to get him tickets to a, a live event that's coming to Knoxville. Except I don't want to commit to having to take him because it's January 12th and I fully anticipate my Titans being in round two of the playoffs that night. So I didn't want to have to commit to it. So I was like, you know what, I'll get a, I'll get him and then I'll just pretty much say him and his, him and his dad can go, my brother. Mm-hmm. Somehow this has now equaled up to me having to buy my Three nephew days. a ticket, <laughs> my brother a ticket, and his girlfriend a ticket.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And you know what I got for Christmas from them? Nothing. No, I got something. I got a pair of silk Nightmare on Elm Street underwear. <laughs> I
1: would have rather gotten nothing.
0: I I think I would have rather have gotten nothing too.
1: You hate to see it, John.
0: So I I'm on the hook for 3 tickets. Let's just call it at least 150 bucks, because I know if I put them in the nosebleeds, they're going to be pissed about that. I'll ruin poor little Owen's trip. You hate to see it. Yeah, 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 you hate to see it. You sure do. And then my dad, he, he doesn't. I, I do feel where this guy's coming from on these gifts, though. Like, you get these people gifts, and, and they don't really care. I'm not saying that I agree with Jalen Reeves-Maben, because I thought it was pretty funny that he would tweet that out. Do you see where he called Christmas a parasite on society?
1: No, i blocked by him. I saw people quote-tweeting him.
0: You got blocked by Jalen?
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: I uh, have a couple guesses.
1: <laughs> anyway, anyway.
0: But I I, I got my dad. I, I, I worked really hard for his birthday, right? For Pops' <laughs> birthday. I went out. I hired a photographer. Shout out to Nick Davis. I hired a photographer. I drove out to the farm. We drove back to the land. He brought a drone, and we took these big drone shots of my dad's property next to the house, right?
1: That's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I took it to a really nice frame shop. I gave him a really nice frame. I was like, here you go. Here's the home base. Here's your land. Here's what you've worked your whole life for. And they hang up a bunch of pictures in the house. Was like, you know, just here's a picture. I tried to be thoughtful. And do you want to know where that picture is hanging up in the house? Yeah. Do you want, to, do, you want what, do you want to know where it's hanging up? In the bathroom. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. And they had the nerve to tell me that they had that they had just now got it ready to hang, and that my my stepmom said she had been sick for the last couple of weeks. Ask me what my dad's birthday was.
1: When was your dad's birthday? July. <laughs>
0: July, she had the nerve, she had the nerve, the unmitigated gall to tell me that she's been sick this last couple weeks. I said, oh, okay. But in my mind, I was like, uh, I got that in July? She had the nerve to look at me in the face and say, I've been sick. So then I just got awkward and I, I left like 10 minutes later.
1: You hate to see it, John.
0: I appreciate
1: the effort you put into it.
0: So then this year I got him Jeff Dunham tickets for Christmas. Because my dad my dad loves Jeff Dunham. It's pretty good. And all he says, Oh, okay. No, oh that's cool. I like him, or (laughs) nothing like, Wow, that'll be fun. Thanks. That's thoughtful. What does he say? Just oh, okay, cool. Actually, I was like, hey, I'm sending you these tickets because I couldn't get them. I, I didn't get a chance to print them out because I was going to do it on Christmas Eve, but my dog was dying. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to email these to Becky. I was like, and when you come up to Knoxville downtown, we'll take you to that burger place I'd been telling you about because we were telling him, you know, downtown, just about stock and barrel. Nothing crazy, but he likes, he likes beef. He's a cattleman. So I like, we'll take you to stock and barrel. I'll buy you dinner, and then the show's, you know, in the, nearby. And I says, all right, burgers. Cool. That's what he said. That was the response. I'm like, why the hell did I just spend $175 on these goddamn Jeff Dunham tickets?
1: He cared more about the burger
0: than he he does. I did not think he really cared about the burger. He was just kind of sarcastically saying it. All right, burgers. Like, you're buying me burgers for Christmas. (laughs) Christmas does just put. Christmas is just a parasite. Jalen Reese Maven was right.
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry
0: Christmas. You just feel bad about yourself. You put all this effort into gifts and they don't care. (laughs) It's just a parasite. Merry Christmas. It just stresses me out. just stresses me out. And somehow, I got a pair of underwear with Freddy Krueger on them.
1: Freddy
0: Krueger. <laughs> and I'm on the hook for $200 worth of tickets to a WWE Live event. And by the way, Owen, oh, my nephew, uh, he's, not exci- he's not that excited because it's not on TV. It's just a dark show.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. Merry so let's Christmas. just call it Jesus Day. Jesus Day. And let's just celebrate the Lord. All right, Seth. Appreciate the time. Love you, buddy. I will see you you on Sunday. Yes, sir. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. up. See you. Bye-bye. Before we go, I want to shout out a new sponsor, Healthy Bean Organic Coffee, a semi-dark roast organic coffee blended with chia, maca, and ruibos. What's all that? It's health, not just healthy. It's the healthiest coffee on the damn planet. What's it going to do for me? Well, it's going to fix your antioxidants, your protein, iron, fiber, will increase your endurance levels, your heart health, your brain function, and a lot more. Use the promo code Ranch Gang, one word, at healthybeancoffee.com to let them know that you heard about it here. You could try out a... Free sample size. My guy Cross has told me that he picked some up. And he said it was worth it. He said, long-time listener, first-time caller, healthy bean organic coffee is fantastic. Tastes better than any other coffee I've had in the past. On top of the smell and the taste, it amazes me the healthy benefits my body will receive from drinking this coffee. The best part of waking up is healthy bean organic coffee in my cup. Go balls!" All right, appreciate Cross for trying it out. Go to healthybeancoffee.com. Use the promo code RANCHGANG. We are officially back up on Stitcher. The iTunes feed is there and rolling. Subscribe, like, review only if it's good. Don't be a hater. Uh, We'll recap the Titans game, I'm sure. And if Tennessee ever hires an offensive coordinator, we'll talk about that on the next edition. Uh, We'll do a a patron-only podcast with Will Warren talking about the Hoops team. A lot of stuff coming in the new year. Appreciate you all support. Love you. Good night. Or good morning. Or good day. Or good evening. Be blessed.